The following recording is from the previous cycle. Today's daf is Bovakama daf samach dalid, and we are 15 lines from the bottom of daf samach gimel amid base. We're in the middle of learning the first sugya in Perik Merubah, which is a rather technical sugya that deals with the halachas of kefal, a ganav, in contrast to a gazlin, is responsible not only to give back that what he stole, but in addition, the Torah imposed the knas upon him. He has to pay kefal. We also saw the halacha of a toyin tainas ganav, specifically a shoymer who claimed that the object that was given to him to watch was stolen. He went to Bezdin, he swore that it was stolen, such as the Shemechinam, that's potter on Gineva. After he swore that the object was stolen, two Adam came and said that he himself was the one that took it. The is that not only is he responsible to give the object back to the mafkid, but in addition to that, there's a special parsha of kefal. So a ganav pays kefal, and a toyentainas ganav pays kefal as well. The Gemara brought two brises that discuss the halachas of toyentainas ganav, and specifically how to darshan three psukim in Parshas Mishpatim. The psukim again are kiite nishalri eyukas of ekelam lishmar, it's shmois perchav pays Psukim vav zayin chesav. Somebody gives his friend chesav a kelim lishmar vegunav mi beisoyish, and then the kelim or the chesav that was given to reeyu was stolen. If you matzeh haganiv, yishalim shnayim. If the ganiv is found, you have to pay kefal. Im loyim matzeh haganiv. If the ganiv would not be found, venikar balabayis elu alakim. Then the shomer has to go to bezdin. We saw yesterday that means he's going to have to swear. What's he going to swear? He has to swear that there was no foul play. He didn't do anything that he wasn't supposed to do. And then the pasuk includes al kol var pesha al shor al chamor al seh al salmo al kol aveda asheyem arkiuze ador alakim yavid varsheim asheyashiyon alakim yishalim shleim luriyeh. So like. Many or most of the psukim here in Parshas Mishpatim, there's a lot of ambiguity and a lot of halachas that are learned from different words that are mentioned in these psukim. The Gemara brought two prices, had a dash in these psukim. One thing was clear that when it says, in the beginning of Pasuk Zion, and then Pasuk Ches concludes, those two psukim are talking about where the shomer was toyentainas ganav. We found out afterwards that he himself was veganav. That it was stolen. But rather, he himself was the ganav. Says the Torah, So what's the makar to the toyentainas ganav? It's shmois, parshas mishpatim, perek chavbeis, the beginning of Pasuk Zayim, forward to the end of Pasuk Ches, he tainted, tainas ganev. It turned out that it wasn't the way he said. He himself is the one that's Yeshal and Shnaim Lurieyo. That was constant in the two prices that the Gemara brought. What was unclear, and where there seemed to be a machloikis between the two prices, was had it in the first Pasuk in this small parsha. Pasuk Vav. Ki yite nishal riyeyo kesef akelam lishmar, v'guna mi beiso ish, im yimatzei haganav, yishal and shnaim. What's that talking about? Im yimatzei haganav, yishal and shnaim. One price has said that being that Psukim Zayim and Ches are talking about a Toyentainus Ganav. Im Yimatze Haganav Yeshalim Shnayim is also talking about a Toyentainus Ganav. It's talking about where somebody was a Shomer. He tainet Tainas Ganav. It turned out that he himself was the Ganav. 
he himself has to pay kefal. Meaning, and then, forward to the end of Pasuk Ches, you're all talking about Tainas Gat. The obvious question is going to be, why do you need to psuk him to tell me that a Tainas Gat pays kefal? Again, it's a little bit ambiguous. But just to get a high-level understanding of what's going on over here, without a chumash in front of you. What are you two looking for? The Gemara is going to ask that cash. But either way, that was one price. The other price said no. If is talking about a then cannot be talking about a because the Torah doesn't have to say the pays Kefal twice in the same parsha. What then does Imyumatse Aganav Yeshalim Shnayim mean? It's talking about a regular Ganav, not a Toyantainas Ganav, but rather it's talking about a regular Ganav. A regular Ganav, not in the context of a Shemir Pekadin. If somebody breaks into somebody else's house and he steals, Imyumatse Aganav Yeshalim Shnayim. So according to that price, uh, the parsha over here is actually talking about two different Mazikim, two different cases. One is a regular Ganev, that's in Yimotzei Ganev Yishalem Shnayim. The other is a Toyantainas Ganev, that's in Lo Yimotzei Ganev Yishalem Shnayim L'Riyeo. It's just worth mentioning that there's really a Pasuk earlier in Perek Chafei's Parashas Mishpatim in B'machteres Yimotzei Ganev V'huka V'meis Ein Loi Dalem in Zorcha Hashem Hashalav Dalem Lo Yishalem Ein Loi V'nimka B'gnei Vasoi. So the specific case that the Pasuk is talking about, which is very relevant, is not relevant for us now, but the Pasuk is talking about a regular Ganev, so the Pasuk says already in Pasuk Gimel, in that same parak, that if somebody's a Ganev, he's going to have to pay Kefal. So the Gemara later is going to get back to this Pasuk, because the Manda Omar that says in is talking about he seems to be walking away from these psukim very neatly he's saying the first pasuk is the regular ganav the second pasuk is the tayyantainas ganav but what he's going to have to explain is why you need two psukim for a ganav atzmai because you have pasuk gimel in that same parak where it says mefurish and he so of shach, you're going to seem to have an extra pasuk over here either an extra pasuk regarding tayyantainas ganav or an extra pasuk regarding ganav atzmai we'll get to that later Later, but for right now, just for the first part of today's daf, what we need to be cognizant of is you have these three psukim in Perik Chabez, Parshish Mishpatim, psukim Vav, Zayin, and Ches. You have Im Yimotzei Haganav Yishalim Shnayim. Then you have Im Lo Yimotzei Haganav Yishalim Shnayim L'Riyeyu. Everyone agrees that Im Lo Yimotzei Haganav Yishalim Shnayim L'Riyeyu is referring to the Toyin Tainas Ganav. There's a machlokes between the two brises, the respective Tanam and the brises. What Im Yimotze Haganav means. Does it mean Toyantainus Ganav or does it mean Ganav Atzmoy? And we're in the middle of a Cheshbin, 15 lines from the bottom of Daf Samach Gimulamid Bey. Says the Gimur, Bishlam, Lamandamachad, Beganav, Achad, Betoyantainus Ganav. Bishlam, according to Mandamachad, that says that Im Yimotze Haganav is talking about the Ganav and Im Lo Yimotze Haganav is talking about the Toyantainus Ganav. I understand why you need two psukim. One for the Ganav, one for the Toyantainus Ganav. It's two. Completely different halachas. But according to the man that says that im yimotzei haganav and im loyimotzei haganav are both talking about the toyin tainas ganav. Why don't you need psukim to tell me the same halacha? Amri, so the Gemara says, you're right. I don't need to psukim to tell me the halacha that a toyin tainas ganav pays kefal. But 
had it only said one pasuk, I would have thought that a tiny tainus ganef pays kefal, and maybe a tiny tainus ovad pays kefal as well. Somebody would walk into Bezdin, and he would say, I lost the pekadin. And he would swear, he's potter. And then Adam come and say that you didn't lose it, you actually stole it. So you could have thought that you should pay kefal. What's the difference if he's toyin tainas ganav or if he's toyin tainas ovad? And the truth is that if you're familiar with the halachas of Shemir Pekadin, you know Gnev Aveda come together. Shemichinim's potter and Gnev Aveda. Shemichinim's chayv and Gnev Aveda. So you could have easily argued that Gnev Aveda should be the same. So if you're chayv kefal where you're toyin tainas ganav, maybe you're chayv kefal where you're toyin tainas ovad as well. It's for that reason that there's an extra pasik. To tell me, im yimotzei haganev, im lo yimotzei haganev, it's dafka where you're toyin tainas ganev, as opposed to when you're toyin tainas of. It says the Gemara, "Lamanda mechabi ganev, mechabi toyin tainas ganev." So now you have to flip it. According to Lamanda, but that holds that there's no extra pasuk. One is teaching me that lochah that a ganev pays kefal. The other one's teaching me that lochah that a toyin tainas ganev pays kefal. The loy miyater lemuute tainas ovad minole. How does he know that if someone's toyin tainas ovad, you don't pay kefal? So the Gemara, miganev haganev. It says. Haganov, it could have said Ganov. The extra hey teaches me only if you're toying tainas Ganov, not if you're toying tainas of. So now the Gemara, it's the ball over the net. Man, the Amar Shavaya betoying tainas Ganov. According to Man, but it says the ball. So come out talking about toying tainas Ganov. Immediately toying tainas ovad. And one extra pasuk is coming to teach me that Dafka toying tainas Ganov, not toying tainas ovad. Meaning I don't need the hey of Haganov to tell me. That not toyin tainas avad. I know that from the whole extra pasuk. Im yimatze aganav, im lo yimatze aganav. One is lemute tainas avad. Ganav haganav. My darish beit. So what does he use the extra hay for? A malach mi boylechet. Rabbi Chia bar Abba. Rabbi Yechon. Dam Rabbi Chia bar Abba. Rabbi Yechon. Toyin tainas ganav bekadim. Misham tashlum mekefal. Tovachu macher. Misham tashlum erba v'chamishu. We had this right in the beginning of the parak. That not only does a toyin tainas gavat pekefal, but if someone's toyin tainas ganav, then we find out that he was tovachu macher. He pays dollar. Just like a regular Ganev who's Tavachu Machar pays Dalve. How do we know that? How do you know that a Toyin Tainas Ganev pays Dalve? It's learned out from the extra hay. So he's going to use the extra hay not to be Mamai Tainas Avad, that he has a whole parsha, a whole posset he has to be Mamai Tainas Avad. He has the extra hay to tell me that a Toyin Tainas Ganev pays Dalve, just like. A regular Ganav pays Dalve. Says the Gemara, the man, Domechad Beganav, Echabetayin Tainas Ganav. But according to the man, that says that one Pasuk is teaching me that a Ganav pays Kefal. The other Pasuk is teaching me that a Toyin Tainas Ganav pays Kefal. The high Ganav, Ha Ganav, Afgela Mu'ute Tainas So what does he use the extra hay for? To be Mamai Tainas the Rabbi Chibar Rabbi Minole, so how does he know? Rabbi Yochanan Salacha, Justin Cheshbin, he doesn't have the hay, because he needs the hay to be Mamayet Tainazavat. Why doesn't he have the extra pasuk? Because there is no extra pasuk. One is to teach me the halacha that a Ganav pays Kefal, the other is to teach me the halacha that a Tain Tainaz Ganav pays Kefal. So how does he know Rabbi Yochanan Salacha? We're assuming he knows Rabbi Yochanan Salacha, that he agrees with Rabbi Yochanan Salacha. Rabbi Yochanan doesn't seem to be tolly in these two prices. So how does the town of that price know Rabbi Yochanan Salacha? Amalach, Hekeshahu, the Emeshiv and Allah Hekesh. Being that, according to that, in Yimotze Aganav is talking about a Ganav. And in Lo Yimotze Aganav is talking about a Toyntainus Ganav. So you have the Ganav and the Toyntainus Ganav put together in two successive psukim. Thus, that creates a heckish between the halachas of Ganav and the halachas of Toyntainus Ganav. And just like a, to- a Ganav pays Dal Vehei if he's Tavach Machar, so too the Toyntainus Ganav is going to pay Dal Vehei if he's Tavach Machar. The Gemara just adds, the Ein Meshivan Alakesha. You can't be Meshiv on a Hekish. That's a rule. You're never allowed to ask Kashas on a Hekish. You could ask Kashas on a Kalvachoymer. You could ask Kashas on a 
Mahatzad, you could ask kashas on a mamatzinu, but you can't ask kashas on a hekish. Clearly implied from the Gemara is that there would have been a havamina that maybe you could ask a kasha. What would have been the havamina? Sirashi quotes the Gemara and Perak goes elates him that the havamina would have been that how could you learn out toyin tainas ganav from a ganav? Malaganav, you pay kefal even if you never swore. As opposed to a toyin tainas ganav, the only time he ever pays kefal is if you swore. That would be a svara, a kasha on the limud from toyin tainas ganav from ganav. That's what the Gemara has to add. The bottom line is, according to that Tana, you don't need an extra hey, you don't need extra words. The fact that the Torah put the halachas of Ganav and Torah and Tainas Ganav next to each other, which is the case according to this Tana. Because according to this Tana, if you must say a Ganav is a Ganav, and if you must say a Ganav is a Torah and Tainas Ganav, that sets up the building blocks of a hekish. Once you have a hekish, you can learn on one from the other. They meshiv and all a hekish. But the Gemara continues. That's all good according to Madama that holds. One is talking about a ganav and one is talking about a toyotainis ganav. But according to the Manda Omar, that says that they're both talking about toyotainis ganav. Ganav atzma minole. How do you know ganav atzma? So what's this, Kasha? So at first glance, it sounds like what the Gemara is asking is, how do you know that a ganav pays kefal? Oh, new kasha. Let's take a step back. Let's forget all the nitty-gritty and the pratim of tainas avad and the halachis of a meshiv and alahekish. But, posh, how do you know that a ganav pays kefal? Bishloi melamanda amar imimotze haganav is referring to a ganav. So it's a possible material. You must say a ganav is But according to the number that holds, that both so are talking about a tiny tiny scatter, how do you know that a ganav pays kefal? The problem is that can't be the Gemara's kasha, because we spoke out it's a posik. It's a posik a few psukim earlier in posik gimel. In the imotzi, the imotzi, the other agneva, mishanet chamar, it's a shnai mishanet. It's not talking about a shemir pekodin over here. The parsha pekodin first starts in posik vav. This is posik gimel. This is before we know anything about the shemir chinam, the shemir socher, the socher, and the shayl. So what's the Gemara's kasha? The Gemara means to ask is, is, is that we had in yesterday's daf that from the klal pratu klal, the two klal pratu klals that you have in pasuk vav and pasuk ches, we learned out that meruba midas tashlume kefal, midas tashlume above chamisha. That although talud dehe is only neheges b'shar v'sebelvad, but kefal is neheges bein bedavash sheish beruachaim or bein bedavash sheim beruachaim. And ultimately, the Gemara only knew that from. A klau pratu klau, with some help from some extra words perhaps, but from a klau pratu klau that will mention in psukim vav and ches. So bishlema, if posik vav zayin and ches is talking about a ganav and a toyotainas ganav, so then the klau pratu klau that we had on the Samach applies not only to the toyotainas ganav, it applies to the ganav as well. But according to the mandam that holds, that this Parsha, these psukim here are only talking about a toyotainas ganav, I know there's a posik that tells me that a ganav pays kefal. That's not the Gemara's kasha. We know that. We know pasa gimel. But the Gemara's kasha is that how do I know that you're chayef kefal no matter what you steal? I only know that from the riboy of the limud in pasik vav and ches. As the Gemara outlined in detail 
on Omer Aleph of this staff, on Daf Samach Gimel Omer Aleph. So that's the Gemara's Kasha. How do I know to apply that to a regular Ganev? That Limud, according to the Manama that holds, that the entire parish is talking about Toyin Tainas Ganev, should apply to the Din Kefal of a Toyin Tainas Ganev. How do I know that it applies to the Din Kefal of a regular Ganev? Again, Bishloim Olamanda Omer Chad Beganev, Chad Betoyin Tainas Ganev. Bishloim, according to the Manama that says, that Posik Zayin is talking about a Ganev. And Posik Ches is talking about a Toyin Tainas Ganev. That means this parsha. Perkhaves, Pasuk Vov, Zayin and Ches, are talking both about a Ganav and a Tainas Ganav. That means that all the drushes that the Gemara Boron Daf Samach Kimel Amad Aleph apply to a Ganav and to a Tainas Ganav equally. So Shaper, it's very good. That's how I know. Meruba Midas Kefal. Because the drushes that the Gemara brought applies to all Kefal. Say Ganav and Say Tainas Ganav. Elulaman, Domat Shavayu Betoyin Tainas Ganav. But according to Manama that says that Posig Zayin and Ches are both talking about a Toyin Tainas Ganav, that means this parsha is only talking about a Toyin Tainas Ganav. It's not talking about a Ganav. That means the Limudim that we had in Daf Samachim Olamadal only apply to the Toyin Tainas Ganav. Is Ganav Atzmoy Minolis? How do I know that a Ganav is Chayv Kefal regardless of what he steals? The Chi Tema says the Gemara Leisi Bekalvul Chayv Betoyin Tainas Ganav. You'll tell me. Maybe I'll learn it out from a Kalvul. From Toyin Tainas Ganev. That just like Toyin Tainas Ganev, you always pay careful. So too, a Ganev should always pay careful. But Daya love him and I didn't leave his Kinoda. Malahalam Meshvuah, Kam which is the most basic principle that governs Kalvachaymer, tells me that you can't learn A from B and make A better than B. And being that B, in this case, Toyin Tainas Ganev. Pays kefal only bishvur, then maybe a ganav should also only pay bishvur. So how could you learn ganav from toyin tainas ganav? And don't tell me, by the way, hekish, because the hekish only worked according to the mandama that held that the parsha was talking about ganav and toyin tainas ganav. That im yimotzei ganav was a ganav, and im loyimotzei ganav was a toyin tainas ganav. Thus, you have two psukim, one after another. One is a ganav, one's a toyin tainas ganav. You can make a hekish, but the whole kash of the gemara is only according to the mandama that that the whole parsha is toyin tainas ganav. Because if ganav is mentioned in the parsha, then you have the klal pratu klal that we had in Amad Aleph applying here as well. So the whole kasha is that the whole mandama that holds that the whole parsha is toyin tainas ganav. I don't have a makar. According to that mandama, I don't have a hekish either. If I don't have a hekish, how do I know? The halacha meruba midas kefal by a ganev atzmei. And don't tell me kavuchaymer because I love not only another. Says the gemara in afkalim in the tanu vechiski. Right, you're gonna have to have another josh. You now I know that a ganev atzmei always pays kefal regardless of what he steals. He learns it not from these psukim here. Which the Gemara Darshan in yesterday's daf, but he's going to have to learn from another pasuk. Which pasuk is he going to learn it from? Not surprisingly, he's going to learn it from pasuk Gimel in this parasha. The pasuk that, according to that Manda Omar, is discussing the halacha that a ganav pays kefal. That pasuk is for sure talking about a ganav atzma, and it's from that pasuk itself that we know the halacha that a ganav always pays kefal. Where do you see it in that pasuk? Says the Gemara, you see it from a bright that was mentioned in the yeshiva of Chizkiah, in the Tanah Dvei Chizkiah. And the Gemara now is going to bring this price of Tanah Dvei Chizkiah. The Gemara is going to bring the words of the Brisa, then darshan the Brisa. So we'll do really what the Gemara is doing. We'll just read the words of the Brisa, seven or eight lines, and then we'll go into the Brisa itself as the Gemara. Well, the Tanah Dvei Chizkiah, Yoimar, it could have said, Shor Vigneva, Vakor Bechla. Says the Gemara Kunt of Kasi Lukach had it said that you say, man, what is it? My problem for Ishkar of the Gabi Mizbeach. I've called Kar of the Gabi Mizbeach. My Yeshachol Bahavi said, 
Either way, say it one more time and then say Unkelos. Either way, that's the Gemara. So that was Vechiski is right. So what in the world is Vechiski talking about? So let's see the Gemara right now. But again, just to be clear, the Vechiski is darshaning a posing in the Torah. It's the posik in Perik Chavbez, posik Gimel. You should have done handouts this morning with the Psukim in front of you because it's much easier to be mamchish, exactly what's going on. The Pasek that, according to everybody, nothing unclear about this Pasek, is talking about a Ganev. And the Torah says that if you steal, Ganev, not Gazel, you pay careful. What does the Pasek say? If he must if you're found to be the Ganev, Mishor ad chamor ad so what did the Vechizkiya say? Omar Mar. Yoy Marshor Vignevo. So if you read the first line of the Vechizkiya, he seems to be saying that why did the Torah have to say, It should have just said, Shor Vignevo, and I would have known everything. I would have known that no matter what the Ganav steals, he's going to be Chayef to pay. Why did it have to say more than just Shor Vigneva? And then Vechizki countered that by saying, Evil Kach had it said, I mean, no, I would have said, what are you talking about? I would have said, maybe Dafka is something similar to a Shor, which is Karav Agav Mizbeach. But something that's not Karav Agav Mizbeach, which excludes most things, maybe that wouldn't be included. So the Gemara says, let's try to understand the first line of what the Vechizki said. Amar Mar, Yoyim Shor Vigneva. Freyt the Gemara, Miksiv Shor Vigneva. Gneva Vesharu. Number one, I don't even know how you start reading the Vechizkiya. It doesn't say Shor and then Gneva. It actually says Gneva and Shor. And then it says Mishar. So Chizki seems to be saying, why did it have to say more than Shor? So what he should have said was, Yoimar, Gneva, and Shor. Not Shor and Gneva. He's reversing the order. And the order really matters when you're talking about Joshua's, as we'll see in a moment. The Chitema says, maybe that's really what he meant to say. What he meant to say was, Ilu Nemar, Kamar, meaning Ilu Nema Shor Vigneva. It could have said Shor Vigneva. And had it said Shor Vigneva, I would have known everything, says the Gemara. Mi Motsis Amrit, Ma Prat Mefurish, Habeshar Prat, Vigneva Klal, Pratu Klal, Nasa Klal, Moisif Allah Prat. This Rabbi Lul Kamili. What would have been had the Torah said Shor and then Gneva? So Chizkiyo in his Havamino says, had it said Shor, and then Gneva, if somebody steals a shor, and then it would say the word Gneva, I would have thought that regardless of what the person steals, he should be chayev. That's in fact very true. You know why? Because had it said shor, which is a prat, something very specific, and then Gneva, which is more of a cloud, sounds like whatever you steal, you're going to be chayev, Dalacha would be you'd be chayev for everything. Because although klal u prat, eim bechlal elamasha beprat, and klal prat u klal, eim bechlal elokein, masha beprat, but prat uklal, the much less common, prat uklal, what's the rule? Nasa klal, moisif ala prat, and Allah is yamar beverit. So it's true. Had it said shur, and then said geneva, shur would be the prat, geneva would be the klal, you'd have a prat uklal, and you'd be moisif 
You'd be marba everything. Not just sure. You don't know why the Torah said sure. But the bottom line is, you'd be marba everything. That loch would be that regardless of what you steal, whether it's a shor or whether it's anything else, you'll always be chai. So the truth is, the Vechiski would start off very nicely. Yoimar, it could have said shor v'gneva, meaning really it says gneva first, and it says shor chamor se. But it could have said shor, and then gneva v'akol b'cha. That's all good. But the Gemara's kasha is, then what's the next line of chizke? Ilu kacha yisa oime ma'a prat mafurish kar v'lagabe mizbech. Av kol kar v'lagabe mizbech. That had it said that, I would have thought, dafka dumi the shor, that's kar v'lagabe Because had it said shor and then gneva, it would have been a pratu klal. And the alocha pratu klal is that your marba Everything. Again, let's see it inside. Mars immediate question is it doesn't say shor and then geneva. It doesn't have the prat before the klal. It has the klal before the prat. You're right, that's the way it is. But Chizki is saying what could have been. Then what's the next line of Chizki? It, had it said that, you would have thought Dafka do me the prat. It's not true because Havishar prat v'gneva klal. What you have is a pratu klal. Nasa klal moisav ala prat. So the klal is moisav on the prat. V'zrabalu kol mili pratu klal. You marb everything. Elo, that can't be what the Vechiski is talking about. Elo kidechsiv kami. What he means is gneva v'shar, not shar v'gneva. So typo. It's not really what he meant. He meant it could have said gneva and then shar. The problem is. Me matzus amrit akol b'chal. Then what was this havamina that had it said gneva v'shar? You would have thought that everything is included. It's not true. It's a regular klal uprat. A klal uprat aloch is em b'chal elo mashe b'prat. Me matzus amrit akol b'chal oy maha prat mafurish havale. Gineva klal v'shor prat klal uprat em b'chal elo mashe b'prat shor in midiachrini loy. Some of us. How do you understand the vechiskia? Had it said shor v'gineva. Then why should you think Dafka to be the Shar? And had it said Geneva and Shar, then what would have been the Havamina not to say Dum the Shar? So we need to understand Vechiski a little bit better. What Vechiski really meant to say, although it's not Mufurish in his words, is that really it could have said Geneva and then Shar and then just said Chayim. And he must be Yadi Hageneva, Mishar Khamarat say Chayim. The words chamar and extra. It could have said shor and then skipped to chayim. And what you would have had was, is you would have had gneva as a klal, shor as a prat, chayim is another klal, and it would have given you a klal, prat, uklal. What he meant to say was klal, prat, uklal. So why do I need chamar and say, let me just have gneva, shor, and chayim. I'll have a klal, prat, uklal. I'll be able to be marba anything. That's domi the shor. That was the havamin. The havamin was, let's be marba everything. Why? Because I have a klal, prat, uklal. Not that it's a prat, uklal. Not that it's a klal, uprat. It's a klal, prat, uklal. Klal, prat, uklal is something that allows me to be marba. So that was the very simple. He thought, let's be marba everything. And that he countered, you can't be marba everything. Because even ke'ena prat, would only be marba dumi the shor and shor is karv legabe mizbech. So I wouldn't know anything that's not karv legabe mizbech. But before that, the Gemara says, how could you make a klal prat klal from the word geneva and the word chayim? The two klolim are different, and it's not just different because they're different words. Every klal prat klal, the words are different, but it's less in- inclusive. The second klal then is the first klal because hageneva sounds like anything that you steal chayim at the very least means you stole something that's a lie so how could you tell me that you have one klal that says no matter what you steal hageneva 
And the second Kal Chayim, which seems to say that you have to still, at the very least, something that has a pulse, something that's alive. How could you make a Klal Prat to from two Klalim that are not Marba the same? One is Marba more than the other. So the one says it's not a Kash. There's such a Tan and Jas, it's the very Rabbi Shmol, who Darshan's Klal Prat to Klal in such an instance. Going back to the Vechiskiya. So what was the Vechiskiya's Kasha? Why did the Torah have to say the words Now, really, it sounds like there's bigger problems. Why did it have to say Chamor? Why did it have to say Seh? And also, why did it have to say I mean, The way the Bryce starts off is by saying that it could have said Geneva, Shor and Chaim, I'd have a cloud part of the cloud, I'd be able to be marba everything. So what's this So we, the Gemara now is going to talk through the entire Cheshman of the Vechizkiah, and you'll see that when we get to the bottom of the Yomit, we're going to be left with that Kasha. That after Vechizkiah makes his whole Cheshman, he's going to be left with the Kasha, why did I have to say Himatse Timatse? But before that, let's understand the whole Brysa. Again, we're explaining that Brysa that we read on the top of the Yomit. Meaning, it could have said, Why couldn't it just say Gneva, Shor, and Chaim? I'd have a cloud, Prat, the cloud, be Marba, everything. Mars says it couldn't. Because he, Lucane, had it said that, you say, man, would have thought, man, Prat, Mufurish, Dovar, Kavli, Gavim, Zvech, Av, Kola, Kavli, Gavim, Zvech. That's not a cloud, Prat, the cloud. The Gemara immediately rejected it. That's the first rejection that Vechizkiah mentions in his Brysa. Meaning, Mais. But the Gemara continues. Mais, Yesha, Kola, Havi. Okay, but at the very least, had it said Shor, you'd be able to be Marba, Seh. Because it says also, I mean, that's Kavli, Gavim, Zvech. So, Shoy, Merseh, Reisa, Amor. Then why did Terry have to say Seh? It says, Mishor, Yat, Chamar, Seh. If I would know from Shur itself, Seh, then why did the Torah write Seh? Must be, the rabbi's called over. It must be, it's coming to be Marba more. Meaning, I don't need the Klar Prat to call to tell me something that's Karv Ligabim Mizbech, because I have that before in the Torah. I have Seh. Must be the Klar Prat to call. Hamani Mekayim Geneva. When the Gemara says Geneva, it means the Klal of the Klar Prat to call. The Klar Prat to call seems to be coming to be Marba not something that's merely Karav al because that's Mufurish already. For that I have Seb. But the Gemara says, Yoimer, Geneva, the Shor, the Seb, the Chaim, Vakol, the Chal. You look, you know, you see Yoimer, Ma, Prat, Mufurish, Dover, Hakodesh, Bibcher. I've called Dover, Hakodesh, Bibcher. So the Gemara says, no, it's natural. Because at the end of the day, let it say, so why do I need Chamor? That's the Gemara's cash. Okay, so now why do I need Chamor? Ma yesh l'chol ha'havi Chamor. Shoyim ha'chamor are Chamor om. Ha'mani mekayim geneva l'rabois kol dover. Yoimar geneva v'shor v'se v'chamor v'chayim v'akol b'chlal. Ilu keno yisayim v'ma'a prat m'furish b'ali chayim. I would have thought if the to me, the prat, which is Bali Chaim, I've called Bali Chaim. Ma yeshu cholohavi, shar Bali Chaim. Kshoi merchaim, arei chaim om. Amani mekaim geneva, lirabois, called up. So what the Gemara is saying is, is that it's true. Sure itself, I would know only to be marba something that's karb al-gavim mizbech. But we know you need to be marba more than something that's merely karb al-gavim mizbech. Because if the cloud prat of cloud is coming to be marba something that's karb al-gavim mizbech, then the Torah wouldn't have to say, seh. And you can't tell me that the reason the Torah told me Seh is to be Marba more than what's Karval Gavim even something that's Kaddish Bektushas Bechayra, because what would I then include? What's Kaddish Bektushas Bechayra that's not Karval Gavim Mizbech? Chamar, but the Torah wrote Chamar. So from the fact that the Torah wrote Chamar, I know to be Marba more than just something that's Kaddish Bechayra. Now don't tell me that that something more is Balichayim. 
But how do I know to be marba more than Bali Chayim? Because it says Chayim first in the Torah. So I know all Bali Chayim. So then what is the Klal Prat of Klal coming to be marba? You can't tell me Ke'en Shor, that's Karval Gavim because it says Mephurish Seh. You can't tell me something that's n- not Karval Gavim but that's Kaddish Bekdushas Bechayra, because that's, that's the Chamar, it's Mephurish in the Torah. And you can't tell me it's coming to be marba Bali Chayim, because that's also Mephurish. So it must be that the Klal Prat of Klal is what's marba everything. So going back to the original question, how do I know, according to the Manama that holds, that in Yimotzei Aganev, and in what Yimotzei Aganev, I'm both talking about Toyin Ganev, so I don't have the Klal Prat to Klal from yesterday's daf to be Marba called over. So how do I know Maruba Midas Kefal, Midas that a regular Ganav has to pay Kefal whether he steals a Dovah Sheesh by Ruachayim or he steals a Dovah Sheesh by Ruachayim. It's learned out from the Bechizkiyah's Joshua. What's the Bechizkiyah's Joshua? The Klal Prat to Klal in this Pasik. The Klal is Hagineva. Shorat Chamorat Seh is the Prat. Chayim is the second Klal, even though the two Klalim are not different. He's going like the Vera Bishmal. That doesn't bother me. You have a Klal Prat to Klal, a new Klal Prat to Klal, to be Marba called Dovah. How could you learn out even Dovah She'im by Ruachayim from Shor Chamor Seh? These are all Bali Chayim. So that's this Cheshman that we just spoke out. Because from the fact that you have all these different Pratim, you know that at the end of the day, the Klal Prat to Klal is coming to be Marba, even a Dovah She'im by Ruachayim. But what we're left with, which really was the Vechizkiyah's Kasha at the very end of this Brisa, is why the Torah need the words, We seem to have it all figured out. Sounds like we've learned everything. We have the Klal Prat to Klal. We know it's being Marba something more than you would expect, because otherwise you wouldn't need all these Pratim. It's a shor already, chamor, se, chaim. It can't be coming to be marba, nearly bali chaim, because that's all mafurish in the pasik. So it must be it's coming to be marba, so we got everything. We, we covered all our bases. So why then did it have to say, so we have a makar. That seems to be good. The cloud brought the cloud is the makar. So we're not looking anymore for the makar. The original question, the reason we had this whole Lama Gemara was to find the makar that a Ghana pays Kefal for everything. We figured that out. We had a cloud brought the cloud. What we're left with is a kasha and had to understand the pasuk. A diktok in the psukim. Why does it say, Those words seem to be extra. That's where we're left off with. says the Gemara, I'll tell Chapakra has a great kasha. Misham the Islay Pircha. I'll tell you the answer. The answer is because although this cloud protocol seems to work very nicely, there's really a pircha. There's a kasha on the cloud protocol. What's the kasha? Cult over mehechi kamaisila miklal basra. Every time you have a cloud protocol, which cloud is being marba? It's always the second cloud. Klola gufe chayim ksivbe. The cloud itself which is the word Chayim, is limited to Bali Chayim. Klal Pratu Klal, Mai So how in the world could you use it to be Marba, even something that's not a Bal Chayim? Ilasuye kol dovar ha-chayim ksev. Bali Chayim in, midi So what's the Gemara's Kasha? The Gemara's a very Gishmaka Kasha. Every time you have a Klal Pratu Klal, so you have a Klal, then you have a Prat, you have a Klal. Which Klal is really the one that's Marba Ke'ena Prat? Says the Gemara, it's really the second claw. How do I know it's the second claw? Because what would be if I didn't have the first claw? If I didn't have the first claw, I would have a prat and a claw. What's the rule of prat to claw? We just had it. Everything is included. If you have first a prat and then you have a claw, you marba everything. That means that when you take something that's a prat to claw and you add a claw to the front end of that prat, you make it from a prat to claw to a claw prat to claw, what's the first claw doing? It's actually limiting. It's being memayat. 
an ironic way. Although it's a klal, but it's actually being mamayit. Because without it, you'd have a prat to klal, you'd be marba everything. With that klal, you have a klal prat to klal, you only marba kein prat. That means anything that's not kein prat was just excluded from the fact that you have the first klal. That means the first klal is a mitigating factor. It's actually a mamayit. When you have a klal prat to klal, What's the second cloud doing? Well, what would be without the second cloud? If you would have just the cloud uprat, it would be in bechal elo masha beprat. You'd have only the prat. Now that you have the second cloud, you're marba anything that's kein prat. That means the second cloud is the one that's marba. The first cloud is always the one that's memayit. The second cloud is always the one that's marba. Says the Gemara, if that's the case, what, what's the second cloud in this cloud prat to cloud? Chayim. The first call was Geneva, the second call was Chai. So the Gemara's kasha was, how could you have two clothing that seem to be marba different things? That's okay, right? The first call is marba everything, the second call is only marba Chai. So the Gemara got over that hump. But the Gemara has a different kasha. The Gemara's kasha is that if the second call is Chayim, and it's the second call that's marba, how could the second call be marba more than what the call is? And if the call is Chayim, which means a living organism, something alive, how could it be marvel? Even a dovish, So you're telling me that the makar, that yichayv kefal, even for a dovish, is this klal pratu klal, based on this whole cheshman that we had. The problem is, at the end of the day, what's the, re- what's the marba in the klal pratu klal? It's the klal abastra. It's the tzveta klal. The second klal says chayim. So how could the klal prat to klal be marba more than chayim? So you should be limited at the end of the day to a dava she'esh by ruachayim. So how do you know yichayif kefal even for a dava she'esh by ruachayim? A very gishmak akasho. Misham hachi itzterich im himotzei. That's why we need it in himotzei, timotzei. We can't merely rely on the klal prat to klal because of this kasha. But now that it says in himotzei, timotzei, we know to be marba. Afilu dava she'esh by ruachayim. The Gemara's kasha is, how do you know to be marba from him himotzei, timotzei, afilu dava she'esh by ruachayim? So, I think at first glance, when you learn the Gemara, you would think that it's just a ribuy. It's an extra word, an extra two words. Matzei, timatzei. From the extra words, you know to be marba afilu davish em beruachaim. But the Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara says that the assumption probably is that imimatzei timatzei is another klal. In the context of klal pratu klal, imimatzei timatzei. No matter what's found, that's a klal. Hageneva again a klal. Then you have shor chamor seh. Those are the prats. And then you have the final klal, which is chaim. So the Gemara's kasha is that if imotzei timotzei is another klal, vashne klolis esmichiadodininu. So then you have a klal, klal, pratu klal, 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 pratu klal. Is I'm not sure what it is, but it's not a, a riboy that allows you to be marba more than what the klal pratu klal is already marba. So the Gemara says, I'm Ravi, that's not true. We have a rule. There's actually a, a, there's a line in the rule book of how you deal with a klal klal pratu klal. So we've seen it all today. What's that? The way they used to say it in Eretz Yisrael. If you have two klalists that are next to each other, you have a klal klal, and then afterwards you have a pratu klal. So you know what you do? Hotel prat name. You could take a prat and stick it between those two klolim, the doina bechlal prat, and you could darshan it as if it would be a klal prat to klal. So you have a klal klal prat to klal. What you do is you take the prat, which is between the second and the third klal, pick it up, cut, paste, move it between the First cloud and the second cloud, and now you have a whole new cloud practical. Oh, this whole new cloud practical is a much better cloud practical because what's the first cloud? If he must say, 
everything. The second klal is Hageneva, everything. Now you can knock out a very clear klal prata klal. What was the problem with the original klal prata klal? The first klal, Hageneva, was good. It was the second klal that was troubling. Chayim. Chayim means it's alive. It's limited to a davash yesh And the problem is, it's the second klal, like we spoke at, that's always the marba. It's not the first klal that's marba. It's always the second klal that's marba. So the question is, how could the klal prat the klal be marba? Even if you have kashas, it doesn't matter. All the kashas that we had on now. But how can it be marba, davash yesh At the end of the day, you can't be marba more than what it says in the klal. You can be marba more than vashtet in the prat. But you can't be marba more than what's stated in the cloud. The cloud is chayim. So I can be marba more than chayim. So that's if the cloud pratu cloud is hageneva shorchamorse and chayim. The second cloud, which is the marba, is limited to chayim. But if we have a new cloud pratu cloud, and imatzi timatze and geneva, and you can take the shorchamor and say stick it between those two words, so then you have a new cloud pratu cloud. The second cloud, which is the one that's marba. Hageneva is all inclusive. That's how you're going to be able to be marba everything. So But the Gemara says you still have to do some work here because why do you need shor chamor and se? So the Gemara says, all right, let's cut and paste these pratim. Let's put them between these, this new klal and klal. Let's see what we end up with. Says the Gemara. Is it coming to be marbe bali chaim mechaim nafket? Says chaim. That's the third claw in the pasuk. I don't need to be marbe bali chaim. And lastly, a dovish in bali chaim. It's coming to be marbe something that's not a bal chaim. The dorish hachi. Ma pratim furish dover. I'm a talt of a gufe moment. What then does the claw pratim claw tell me? It's coming to tell me anything dumya to metalt. Again, not dumya the bal chaim because I already know bal chaim from chaim that it's the third claw. I still have that third claw just because I'm cutting and pasting in this pasuk doesn't take away Vasim Mefurish in the end of the Pasuk where it says Chai. So I'm going to be marvelous something, not Baal Chai, but even Dover She'en Boi Ruach Chaim, but I still have the Klaa Prat to call. I can't be marba more than Ke'en Prat. So what's Ke'en Prat? Dover Metalto V'Gufei Mom. I've called Dover Metalto V'Gufei Mom. V'Sur Shadi Chamar. Now why do they say Chamar? So we'll take Chamar and we'll figure out what to do with Chamar. Bein Himatze L'Timatze. Put it between those words. Lasuye Ma'i Lasuye Dover She'en Bali Chaim. If it's a coming to be marba Dover She'en Bali Chaim, you just learned it from Shar. El Lasuye Dover Mesuyim. It's coming to be marba Dover Mesuyim. Something that has a simon. And what does it mean Dover Mesuyim? Only a Dover Mesuyim. As opposed to a davar sheinimus, if something doesn't have a simin, it's going to be excluded. Take a look at Rash. Ihachi, but then the promise Selam. What do I need to say? So this is really nice. Klal, klal, prat, klal. The problem is we end up with an extra word set. I figured out how to dash in the klal, prat, the klal. I figured out what to use shar for. I figured out what to use chayim for. I figured out what to use chamar for. But the word says still extra, and because the word says still extra, I'm still stuck. So the Gemara says, Ella, what you have to say is that the way to darshan this pasik to make it all work is not to darshan it as a klal prat to klal, but rather to darshan it as a ribur miut ribur. So wherever you have a klal prat to klal, there's always a machlikis and shas, machlikis tanot. Do you darshan klal prat to klal, or do you darshan ribur miut Reba. What's the difference? Klal prat to klal, you marba everything that's ke'ina prat. Reba miut reba, you marba everything and you just mema'it one thing. Every miut that you have in the reba miut reba is come to your ma'it something. So usually it's a machloikis. How do you look at a klal prat to klal? Is it klal prat to klal or is it reba miut reba? It's not the same thing. It's very different. Halachal ma'isa, it's extremely different if you dash in klal prat to klal or if you dash in reba miut reba. So the Gemara says the best way to make sense of this pasuk here and to come up with the halacha 
that the first Mishnah said, Meruba Midas Kefal, that a Ganav pays Kefal, regardless of whether he stole a Dovash Yesh Beruachim, or he stole a Dovash Emi Ruachim, is by the in the Pasuk, Riba Mid Riba, because the Tonib Rabbi Shmuel, the Tonib Rabbi Shmuel, Bemayim Bemayim, Beis Pomim, just to see the words of the Gemara. Riba, miut riba, what do you do? You marba everything. My rabbi, rabbi, call me. What do the Pratim do? The Pratim are So whenever you have a riba, riba, you start off with everything. You don't start off with nothing. You start off with everything. Now each miut is giving a mite something. We have three miutim in the Pasik. Chad lamute karka, chad lamute avodim, the chad lamute shtaris. The halach is that if somebody steals, whether you're a tiny tiny as Ganev, or whether you're Ganev, you pay kefal. Bein bedavish yesh beruachayim, bein bedavish im beruachayim. A tiny tiny as Ganev that pays kefal, I feel a bedavish im beruachayim. As long as it's metaltal, that's learned out from the cloud prat the cloud that was all yesterday's daf. That's parshas mishpatim shmois perachaves pasuk vav zayin ches. The question is, how do you know that a regular ganav, not a tiny tiny ganav, pays kefal also? I feel the bedavish eimber ruachaim as long as it's metaltel begufe mamen. If you hold that this pasuk, the parsha pasuk vav zayin ches, is talking about a ganav and a tiny tiny ganav. If you must say a ganav is the ganav, and you must say a ganav is the tiny tiny ganav, then you have the same limud of samach gimel and aleph that applies here. The question is, if you hold like the manamar that holds that the entire parish is talking about tiny tiny ganav, what's the makar to be marble all these different things for ganav? Ask me. The Torah says shor chamar and seh doesn't say anything more than that. So we had all a bunch of different suggestions in today's daf. The maskana the gemara seems to say that the way you dash in this pasuk again perik chavbeis pasuk gimel is a riba miit riba. So you start off being marble everything shor chamar and seh woman might. Something you marbe shtaris, you marbe avodim, you marbe karka, but anything other than that, whether it's a dovash yesh be ruachim or it's a dovash im be ruachim, you pay kefal, and that's the first halach of the Mishnah. Meruba midas kefal, midas tashlume above the chamisha, kefal you always pay, as opposed to dalud vehei, that's mufurish in the Torah, you only pay that for a shor and a seh. But either way, where we're left with is we still have some logistics that we have to work out in these psukim, and that is that according to what we just said. That the makar that a ganav always pays kefal by medavashesh beruachaim by medavashem beruachaim is the riboy riboy mit riboy. So really, what we're darshaning is him himatzei timatzei. That's the riboy riboy. That's the cloud cloud. And then we're taking the pratim that I mentioned later in the pasuk. Shor chamar you're cutting and pasting, right? You're putting it in between the matzit and matzit. But what you're left with then is two extra clouds. The word hageneva then becomes extra, and the word chayim then becomes extra. Those were the original clouds that we were using for the cloud prat the cloud. But now the clouds that we're using are really himatzit himatzit. So to the extent that the new clouds are himatzit himatzit, what do I need hageneva for, and what do I need chayim for? That's where we're up to in the Gemara right there. So the Gemara, geneva v'chayim. Lit kid the Raf says, Look, what do I do? The words Gnev of I use it to teach me halacha that Raf taught me. Damar, who said, Now, this halacha of Rav is going to be the topic of Tafsamachem and Aleph. It's perhaps the most important sugya in Perak Merubah. It's one of the most important sugyas in the entire Seder Azik. In fact, when you learn Perak Merubah in Yeshiva, as you can now imagine, you learn the Mishnah and then you skip to Tafsamachem. So they skip these sugyas that deal with the Klaal Pratu Klaal and the Klaal Klaal Pratu Klaal, etc. So we jump right into the sugya of Tafsamachem and Aleph. And it's going to begin with this halacha of Rav, just the definition of the words. The translation, and then we'll get into what we see on the Aleph, is that to the extent that somebody stole something, and after he stole it, it went down in value, and now he was caught, 
He has to pay. Do you pay based on the value that it was worth at the time that you stole it? Or do you pay based on the value that it's worth right now? That's Rav Salvochah. So the word Chayim usually means alive. Chios, Chayim. Over here it means Achye. Machlik is Rashi Toysvis, how Rav understood the word Achye. But Pashit means make the, God, make the person you stole from home. So if you stole something and it went down in value, you have to pay based on the value that it was worth at the time that you stole it. Either way, that's what Geneva Vachayim is going to teach me. Nothing technical, something very important that goes to the gut, the core, the lumbus of all the Hasugis of Geneva and Gezela. Either way, we'll see more about that later in the daf. So the Gemara, however, continues in the Cheshboinus. Lamando Amar Chad Beganev. V'chad Betoyintainis Ganev. According to Manama, that said that in the parish of Toyintainis Ganev, where it says Kefal twice, so the one time it says that Amlai Matziah Ganev is teaching me the halacha that a Toyintainis Ganev pays Kefal. The other time, the first time it says, Im Himatziah Ganev is coming to teach me the halacha that Ganev atzmoi. So what does he do then with Pasuk Gimel? So if you're holding Cheshbin, you had Pasuk Vav and Ches in Perich Abbez in Parshas Mishpatim, which, according to one man, the Amar, are both talking about the Tain Tain is God. According to him, Pasuk Gimel, that talks again about Kefal, the Reboi Miet Reboi, is necessary to teach me that the God of himself Always pays Kefal. But according to the man that says, that I already know that the God of himself pays Kefal, from the parasha of Toyintainas Ganev, because there's something extra there, in Loyimotze is the Toyintainas Ganev, but in Himotze is the God of himself, so what do I need that whole first Pasuk for? That whole Tafsamech Dalu, the whole Tonet Vechizkiyah, is now Tzarech Ion, according to that man Omar, what do I need it for? So the Gemara begins asking, what do I need the beginning of the Pasuk for? In Himotze, Timotze, what do I need it for? According to the other man, what did I use in Himatsi Timatsi for? It was the Klal Klal of the Klal Klal Pratu Klal that ultimately was used as a Reboi Midit Reboi. So, of course, I needed it. I needed to teach me the Halach of Kefal, Afilu Bedavar, Sheim Bay Ruachayim. But the Gemara's Kash is, according to Manama, that says, I know it from the parish of Toyentine as Ganem. So, what do I need? Hayim Himatsi Timatsi, my Darish Bay. So, the Gemara, my boy, look at the Rav Bari Loi. The Amar Rav Bari Loi. My time at the Rav, the Amar Moide Beknas Vakach Bo Eden Potter. So, we're all familiar with the Halach of Moide Beknas Potter. Ordinarily, if somebody walks into Bezdin and he says, I owe Shimon $1,000, even though there are no Aiden, Hoidas Baldin, I'm a Baldin, I was Moida. Hoidas Baldin is not just Kitray Aiden, it's Kemei Aiden, dummy. It's as if a hundred Aiden are screaming and yelling to Bezin, proving that I owe Shimon a thousand dollars. So the Allah is, I'm going to have to pay. That's only if the thousand dollars that I'm suggesting I owe is a Chi of Mum. If, however, it's a Chi of Knaz, what's the definition of Knaz? Again, anytime you pay Yosemima She. Anytime you pay more than you actually damaged, or perhaps less than you damaged, according to the Manoma that holds a tam that pays chatzin nezek is also a knas. But anytime you pay more than you were mazik, it's knas. If I would walk into the and I would say, I owe Shimon a thousand dollars based on knas, so then the rule is not, to the contrary, it's the antithesis of that. This machlik is Rav and Shmuel, if I'm Moide Beknas, and then afterwards, Adam come and they corroborate what I said. So I was a Moide Beknas. Then Adam say, by the way, you owe this person Knas. So do you say, Moide Beknas is Potter, even if Adam came later, or no? Moide Beknas Potter just means that I can't be Mechaev myself with my Haida. But now you don't need my Haida, because now there are Adam that walked into Bezin, and Adam say I'm Mechaev. The longest of the Shaila is, is Moide Beknas a Potter? When I'm Moide Beknas, so I confess my sin, the Torah says you're potter, and even if later Adam, doesn't matter. Once I was moed the beknas, umoed the va'iz of Yerucham. It's like a, 
A chaydish el type of halacha. It's a hilchas tshuva diga halacha. Once I'm moida, I'm automatically going to be potter. Or no. Moida b'knas potter doesn't mean that if I'm moida, I'm off the hook. Moida b'knas potter means I can't be mechayev myself with my hayda. The din haydas, but in kineyedim dami, doesn't apply to knas. Okay, so if I am the only basis Bezdin has to be mechayev miknas, Bezdin won't be mechayev miknas. But if achakach bo edim, they're not relying anymore on my hayda. Now the edim are saying, okay, now the edim came, they'll be chayev. It's machayk is rav and shmuel. Rav holds moide b'knas v'achakach bo edim. Potter, shmuel holds moide b'knas v'achakach bo edim chayev. Remember, we spoke at once the Chesidah Shavart, the Salachta Lavinenu, Kiravu, that a yid that does tshuva as a moide b'knas, one day he's going to go up to Shamayim, it's going to be v'achakach ba'oedim. All the mekachugim and the, the shvarts and maluchim, like they taught us about in Chassan Seifer, they're all going to come in and they're going to be mekachug on Kala Yisrael. So it's a moide b'knas v'achakach ba'oedim. If moide b'knas v'achakach ba'oedim is potter, so the mekachugim can knock their heads against the wall. It doesn't matter. I'm already a moide v'oiz of Yeruchim. But if moide b'knas v'achakach ba'oedim is chayiv, now we're in trouble. The salachta lavineinu. Kiravu, the Allah is like Rav, Moide Beknas, Bachikach Boe the Potter. But either way, says the Gemara, you know how Rav knows his halacha, that Moide Beknas, Bachikach Boe the Potter, he learns it out from this Pasik. In the Matsi, Timatsi, Biode Ageneva. How so? The Chsiv, in the Matsi, Timatsi, in the Matsi, Beedim, Timatsi, Bedayon, Adrasha. The only time Timatsi, Bedayon, is if he was in Matsi, Beedim. First, Adam came. But if you were Moida Beknas, even if Adam came afterwards, you're going to be Potter. The Gemara is going to flesh out this drush a little better in a moment. Prat the Mashiach Satz. Laman, the Amaris. Again, the Gemara hit it right back over the net. Travayu Batayin Tainis Ganev. According to the Manabad, it says that in Himotse and in Loyimotse of the parish of Tain Tainis Ganev are both talking about Tain Tainis Ganev. The I am Himotse Timotse. I believe the Ganevats. So I need him Himotse Timotse to teach me that a Ganev pays K for Beimidovish Eshburuchayim, Beimidovish Eshburuchayim. It's not extra. Mashiach Timotse. So I had a Sino Moida Beknas Potter. So the Gemara says, Mashiach Sino Likimelea Mashiach Satsma. This is the more conventional Makar that's quoted throughout Chas. He learns it from a different Pasik. It says, Ashe Yashino Likim Yashayim Shayim Lureo. Ironically, it's in that same parish of Tain Tainis Ganev. And in that Pasik, it says, Ashe Yashino Likim. Only Eli Kim. Eli Kim over there means Eli Hin. Bezdin. Lashen Chol. Not Lashen Kodesh. Only Bezdin be Mechayib. You can ask. You can't be Mechayib yourself. Can ask. He doesn't need a Mimatzi to Matzi. You can learn it out from somewhere else. So the Gemara now goes back. With the man. Do'am Echad Began Vechad Betoyin Tainas Ganov. Ganov. Da'isi Le Mimatzi. Timatzi. The Mashiach Satsma. According to the man. But that uses him Mimatzi. Timatzi. For Moedah Beknas. Hai Asher Yashino Lekim. I Darish. So what does he use Asher Yashino Lekim for? Amalach. Umi Boile Le Moedah Beknas the Potter. He uses it for Moedah Beknas Potter. One second. I thought you just told me. I know Moedah Beknas Potter from him. Himatzi Beedem. Timatzi Betayonim. You need two makaris for Moedah Beknas Potter. Zok Rashi. Yeah. One would teach me Moedah Beknas Potter. The second one. This is where the Gemara fleshes it out. Teaches me Moedah Beknas. Va'achakach Boedim. Even then you're Potter. You need two limudim for that. Because if I only have one limud, I would know Moedah Beknas Potter. How do you know Moedah Beknas? Va'achakach Boedim Potter. Rashi Yashir only came as one. In the Matzi, the Matzi is two. The second Rosha teaches me that halach. Umanda Amar Travayu B'Toyin Tain has got the Kordman that says that in Matzi is talking about Toyin. Tainas Ganov. So we need him, he matzi, he matzi, to teach me Ganov. So I only have Ashri Ashri Alekim. How does he know Tain? Moide beknas va'achakach bo edim potter. Gemara says he doesn't. That madam is going to hold kosova. Moide beknas va'achakach bo edim chayev. Either way, this is interesting. In that you have a machloikis. How to understand a parsha in the 
Parshas Mishpatim regarding a Tony Tainas Ganav, you have an extra, what seems to be extra, Yimotzi Aganav Yishalom Shnaim, a machloikis between two prices, whether it's talking about a Ganav or it's talking about a Tony Tainas Ganav, and when the Gemara goes through all its chashboyness at the end, what comes out is that that machloikis is really telling the machloikis Rav and Shmuel. Well, Moide Beknas Vachach Boedim Potter, Moide Beknas Vachach Boedim Chayv. At first glance, what in the world does one have to do with the other? The answer really is nothing. But based on the chashboyness that the Gemara made, it comes out that if you take the position, that both psukim are talking about a toyin tainas ganav. You're going to hold moide beknas vachach boedim chayiv. If you take the position that one of the psukim in the parish of toyin tainas ganav is actually talking about a regular ganav, then it's going to come out that you hold moide beknas vachach boedim pata. This is just another raya, not a raya, but just another makara. You see how everything in Shas is just so interconnected. You would never think you can get from this machlokes to that machlokes at first glance mahakesha. But as you see, based on the kashbainus that the Gemara made, it's all interconnected. Either way, the Gemara is continuing. So we have now what the Manda Omar that learns Ganav from the parish of Tain Tainas Ganav is going to do with him. What's he going to do? He's going to learn the halacha that moide beknas vachachach bo edim rav zalacha pater. But the Gemara says that only explains the first two words of the pasuk. The whole rest of the pasuk is extra. So bishleimemi matzit matzah elikid rav bariloi. This halacha that we just rav bariloi said in the name of Rav that moide beknas vachachach bo edim is pater. I'm a kol hani prati lomeli. What do I need the rest of the pasuk for? The Pasik continues and says, What do we need the rest of the Pasik for? We figured out what to do with the first two words. What about the rest? So the Mar said, You really don't need anything for it. Call Hani Prati. The answer is based on something Rabbi Shmuel once Sometimes the Torah will repeat a whole parish in the Torah as long as there's one Chiddush. So you're right, the majority of that Pasik is not. A Chiddush at all. It's telling me a cloud, prat, a cloud, riba, me, riba, cloud, cloud, prat, cloud, that. Someone steals, he's chayv keifel. I don't need that. I know that from the parish of Tain Tain is gone. Why then did the Torah say? Because there is one chiddush in the pasuk. What's the chiddush? What's the chiddush? Oh, see, so it's not. Torah is not just going to say imimatzi timatzi and move on. This has to be a context. So the context is a ganiv imatzi timatzi. What hagneva. So although the rest of the Pasuk is all extra, as long as there's one Chiddush in the parasha called parasha Shenemra, Vinishness, it was repeated, but they will repeat the entire parasha sometimes, even though there's only one Chiddush. It's worth hearing a whole parasha, a whole shir. We always talk about imbeis medrash below Chiddush. That's Rabbi Yishmael. Called parasha Shenemra, Vinishness, the Torah sometimes. The Torah is very stingy when it comes to how wordy it chooses to be. There's major halachas that are sometimes mentioned only b'remiza ba'alma. Either way, the Torah repeats an entire parasha for one chiddush. It's worth hearing the whole parasha all over again. According to the man of the holds, that the Iker parasha, that a Ganav pays keifel, is learned out from the parasha of Tainas Ganav. So the Gemara says that maybe the only time a Ganav should pay keifel is if he's similar to the Tainas Ganav. And just like the Tainas Ganav became a Tainas Ganav, when he tainted that it was stolen, swore. Adam showed up, said that he is the Ghana. We found out that he swore falsely. It's then that he pays careful. But the Shvua is a very integral part of becoming a tiny tiny kind of what does it say shvu in the parsha v'nikrav balabayis alolikim v'nikrav means b'shvua so to the extent that ganav is learned out from the parsha of tiny tiny kind of maybe the only time a ganav pays kefils if he too swears falsely the aim of ganav asmi b'shvua the morsels like solka dait tiny one to the brides rabbi akivoyim shnayim yishalim when it says that the ganav pays kefils shuloi b'shvua means even if he didn't swear 
you're a ganav. Even if you never swore falsely, it doesn't matter. You always get a bekev. Maybe tafke no, can't be. Why not? Loi kachoy in quotations. My loi kachoy. What does that mean? Amr Abayos follows. Loi lichter rechmanu shnayim yishalim meganev veleisim mikal vechoymer mitayin tainis ganev. You're going to tell me that the only time a ganev pays kafel is if you swore. Then why did they have to write a parsha bechlal of kafel by a ganev? Shouldn't I be able to learn it out mikal vechoymer from tayin tainis ganev? Uma tayin tainis ganev. The beheteros liyade who he received what he received beheter, which is a very important. Point when you learn the sugyes of Geneva, Teros Liyadi, Suros Liyadi. We're going to see a lot more about that in the course of Perak Merubah. So Madach, the Tainis Ganav, who started off Beheta, he was a Shemir Pekadin. He had a right to have Ruvain's possession in his Rishos. He was watching it. Still, Amakro the Teru says that to the extent that he ends up stealing it, Vishalim Tre, he has to pay Kefal, Ganav Atzmai, a regular Ganav, the Beisuros Liyadi, who took this Dover. Hanignav beiser. He didn't have permission to ever have it in his hand. Like Kolshkin, he certainly should be kefal. So if you're going to tell me that the only time the Ganav pays kefal is bishvua, I don't need a parsha. I could learn that kavuchemir from Tain Tain is God. It must be that the Ganav pays afilu shalei bishvua. How do you know he pays shalei bishvua for that already? I need a pasuk because bishvua I can learn from the Tain Tain is Ganav. Shalei bishvua I can't learn from the Tain Tain is Ganav because even though you can argue the same kavuchemir, that's it. This is Israeli Asliyadi, but Daye Lovim and Adin Lias Kinodin. So you can't learn it from Tain Tain. It's kind of, it's for that reason that you need a Pasuk. Incidentally, this Gemara that we just learned is another Makar that Oynshin Mabim and Adin. Tais Vistaf Beis, Tais Vistaf Dalit. We've had it. The Tarfins Alocha, the Rashash, we spoke that on a Shabbos staff on Daf Chafei. So we've spoken a lot about where you see throughout the Mesechta. That even though ain't oinshin minadin oinshin Mabim and Adin here too, you see it because the Gemara argued that if the only time Yechayev to pay kefal when you're a ganav is if you swore falsely, then I don't need a parsha. I could learn that loch of kefal by a ganav. Kalvachaymer from a tiny ganav. How could you learn kefal mi kalvachaymer? Ain oinshin menadin. The Torah says moment is different. Oinshin moment menadin. But either way, elishnaim yisham the kosher rachmana beganav atzmoi lamalisa. Why then did the Torah write shnaim yisham? Why don't you learn it out kalvachaymer from tiny tiny ganav? Tafilu shaloi bishvua to teach me that yichayv even shaloi bishvua. One final question. Vahai imhi mot. Could you tell me that that's mentioned in Pasuk Gimel here in Perachov Beis is coming to teach me one of the aforementioned halachas, either that Merubah Midas Kefal, that a gan of Atzmoy pays Kefal Bey Medavah Sheesh Bey Ruachayim Bey Medavah Sheem Bey Ruachayim. Alternatively, Rav Salach, and he must be Eidim Timatzi B'dayon and the Moedah B'Knas V'Akach Bo Eidim Potter, either Pshat, either Jerusha that the Gemara mentioned here on Daf Samech Dalit, is it really coming to teach me that? I need it for something else. I mean, by the way, look at the Tanya, Yodoy, it says, and he must say, he must say, be Yodoy Haganev, Eli Eli Yodoy. From the Pasuk, it sounds like the only time a gan of his Chayet is he took it with his hand. What if he never touched the thing that he stole, but it was merely in his rishos, and the way the Rishonim explain it, that if something falls or lands in your rishos, you don't automatically become a ganav. But if someone else's possession is in your rishos, and then you're not gado parats, you do something that shows that you want to keep it in your rishos with your chatzer, your gag, your karfif of Mesech Tazerevin fame. How do you know that you're going to be chayiv there too? Tamad and he matzi te matzi. He matzi te matzi. He's a ribu to tell me not only yodai, but you chayiv even for gagai chatzer v'karfifa. You don't actually have to make the kinyan with your hand in order to be chayiv. So the Gemara says, how could I use a matzi te matzi to teach me? The other halachas, says the Gemara, because imkain, if it's only coming to teach me yad, that's lavdafko, le makra oi im he matzi, he matzi, 
Oi, Timotze, Timotze. Midashani Kra, Himotze, Timotze, one with a hey, one with a tough. Shmami Natarti, that's how you know that it's coming to teach me another Allah as